Hi guys, it is great to be back. Welcome to the new season of our podcast. Yes, I said our because it is yours and mine. (laughs) If it is your first time tuning in, I hope this episode resonates with a part of you and you come back and you stay. And if you are returning, thank you so much. I appreciate it. So it is a new year, new new month, even though it's heading towards the end. So even though it might be late, but happy new year, guys. It's not really late. It's still the first month. And I hope that this year brings you inner peace and abundance in your life. And that God just provides for you according to your needs and your desires and according to his purpose. So I just pray blessings upon your life. And peace. Peace is so important. And I also thought I should start off the new year with a new season. You know, just a fresh, a clean page, a, a new canvas. And hopefully with more variation as to how the episodes are going to be curated going forward. We'll see. We'll just play with some ideas this year. And we are still healing though and we're still finding ourselves (laughs) one step at a time. So without dragging on my introduction for too long, we are going to get straight into our topic for today, which is my favorite, solitude. (laughs) Rather, basking in solitude. And today I will be discussing the pros that I have experienced in spending time alone. And specifically, I said pros because I know there are also cons to solitude. Well, some people say that. I don't believe it. But I know there are. So maybe that would be a topic for another day. But before I waste any more time, let's just get straight into it. Okay, so the first pro I'm going to talk about is introspection and self-awareness, which sounds very obvious because I think when you think of being alone, you just think introspection. (laughs) One of the main things, okay, me, I'm the only person who thinks that. How do I even know? But yeah, like when, when people talk about solitude, you just think, oh, you're in solitude. So yeah, you're doing a lot of introspection. You know what I mean? So anyway, one of the main things that stand out, (laughs) I crack myself up. One of the main things that stand out about being able to spend time with yourself is being self-aware. And I think this is rooted from being able to question and find answers within yourself. So if you can just really question yourself and then you, you sit long enough or still enough to, to let answers resurface within yourself, then it shifts how you see yourself and it shifts how you behave. Okay, let me not ramble. Anyway, this allows for honesty and accountability when you question and you answer. It allows for honesty and accountability within yourself. And this may take time. I've learned this. I've personally, okay, I always talk about things that I've personally had some sort of experience or insight too so i don't want to talk about things i don't know or things even now i'm not saying it's things i know but like it's things i've experienced so i'm gonna tell my version of my experience you know and i'm very confident in that because it's my story but um wow look at me what i was saying was accountability and honesty with self it takes time yes that's what i was saying which is a very important dynamic that sets the foundation for self-awareness because what is the use of 
being self-aware but you're just fooling yourself like you can you can bump by yourself like yeah 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 and then you're like yeah self-love is the best love you know what i mean honesty is with the self honesty with yourself is the very basis and the very core of the relationship with yourself just like how we say yeah we, we want honest friends we want honest partners like honesty with you is the very foundation of relationships you have or because it's the basis of you and you you know what i mean and sometimes for one to get to that point of honesty and genuine accountability to self they first need to lie to themselves <laughs> so they can just see how pointless it is i think you need to sometimes to just go through that phase where you're 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 just fooling yourself like yeah you know you're lying to yourself but you're just like mm. Over time, you realize it's ah, you're, it's it's really a waste because it's pointless. It's like lying to God in prayer. I I find it personally when I pray, I've just been like, I'm gonna be honest because what's the use? Your life is already like pretty transparent to Him, so you can fool people who see you now and again. You can fool people, human beings. They see you like for a couple of hours, few uh, a day or two or a couple of days. And then they don't see you for the rest of the time. But a presence that is constantly with you and it never departs from you, you really can't do anything about that. So you might as well be honest. And I, I feel like you can't fool the Holy Spirit. You can't fool your spirit. You know what I mean? So you get to a point where you are really honest with yourself. The first honesty that you have with, your, with yourself is, actually, I can't fool myself. And then from there onwards, you realize it's, yeah, I've, I've just been playing myself. So, yes, introspection is very, is a pro, but it needs honesty and accountability from your part to you. That makes sense. I think it does. <laughs> so, we are on pro number two, which is solitude provides inner healing and processing of trauma or rather like a space to process and the time to do it and the pace and the right pace to do it yeah i think pace is important i hadn't thought about that one even when i was noting it down i didn't think about pace but yeah i think that's the whole tone of what you need to create a safe space anyway just to share a glimpse of a somewhat personal story I found that in my life, a lot of things happened to me or around me when I was a child. And I thought that I would negate those things through the passing of time. And I was a kid, so I just thought, yeah, as time goes on, by the time I'm older, I won't care about the stuff. I'll have a job, I'll have a house, I'll have a car. You know that mentality? I, I was just like, yeah, it passes with time. I'll just, I'll be fine eventually. And then you just store things away, right? And you don't really work through the pain because also you don't have the tools to work through the pain. You don't have the awareness to work through the pain because also you're growing as a human being. So it's not really just being hard on yourself per se, but it's just just acknowledging that. <laughs> With actually, at that age, I was very ignorant to life because I hadn't seen life for what it was. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, I just thought that the pain would go away eventually. And that's just how life goes. I thought that's the process of life. That when you grow older, you forget about things and life becomes bliss. <laughs> and um, you grow up and eventually you get a wake-up call. Some call it a spiritual... I don't want to say some call it. 
For some, it's a spiritual awakening. For some, it's a mental breakdown. For some, it's a message. It's I think it's different things for different people, but it it brings us to this rite of passage in a way where you are like, actually, that's not how life works. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I believe it eventually happens for each and every one of us at different predestined points of our lives, you know? And as a result... I found myself constantly around people. Like I'd find myself in social settings so much. Like as a result of just say, of thinking that, yeah, you grow up and life will be fine. And when I was grown, I realized that life was not fine. So I was like, okay, what did I do wrong? You know, because I thought surely there's something I missed in the steps of life because clearly the pain doesn't go away. So what didn't I do right? You know what I mean? So... I would find myself in these constant social settings. And I knew that, like, it's not my thing. But I would, I know I've touched on this before. I think I was talking about it has something to do with people-pleasing. But I'd find myself in these settings. And sometimes it's not even about people-pleasing. Sometimes it's self-soothing. Yes, I think that's the right term. Sometimes it can be both at the same time. Sometimes it's self-soothing because you, 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 it's rooted in these occasional self-avoidance needs. Like, you need to avoid yourself. Or, like, I would chill alone for a while, like, for a couple of days. But there'd be days where I'd be overwhelmed. Like, I just need to... I the, the, There'd be things that, when they come to my mind, they overwhelm me. Or emotions, rather. Let me not say even, like, mentally. But rather emotions. Because I didn't know how to deal with them. So, I really didn't know how to acknowledge those emotions. So, I would negate them. So, I would do, I'd be in these rooms... But I never found peace in these rooms. I never found peace. Like, I'd just be there. Like, I'd be going through the motions. And I'd be very in in these avoidance states. But I just, I'd come back and be like, mm, I thought I was going to feel good. But I think I feel worse. You know what I mean? And for as long as, it took me a while to realize that for as long as I was avoiding myself, I could never get to the root of what was causing my agony. You know what I mean? Like for as long as I was distracted and I was never going to get to the root because how and when was it going to happen when there was all these distractions around me and it was self-sourced distractions. You know what I mean? Like I went out and got them so that I, I would be distracted. But on the on the deeper level of things, I didn't know what was going on. I just thought I was I was just being young, wild, and free. You know what I mean? But I don't think so anymore. That's the beauty of life. We grow. We grow. And um, anyway, I digress. The point I was trying to make is solitude gives you a chance to sit with yourself and trace your behaviors and your thought processes, your reactions to the initial wound. And then you say, oh, that's when I got hurt. Not that's when my wound was peeled and triggered again. That's when I actually fell. Oh, I fell in 1999. Damn. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm exaggerating. But yeah, you, you get the point. So what made you that way? You know, like you, you get to sit with yourself. And you need to be by yourself to come to those conclusions or to come to those or to actually travel back in time because it can be overwhelming for some. So you need to prepare emotionally and mentally to say, I'm ready to travel back in time and figure out what is it that makes me like this, you know? And 
you can at least work with that or you can work from that, from those answers and those conclusions that you find to navigate life. And it's not like it's, it's what do you call it, definite conclusions because life evolves and, and, your, and, your, and, your, and your insight evolves, you know, and you grow spiritually as well. You, you grow as a person and there are things that were meant, to, there are lessons that were meant to be seen in, in hindsight, you know. I believe that. I believe that there are things that no matter what we do in our judgment and our actions, we just had to learn in hindsight and be like, oh, now that I look back, hmm, you know what I mean? So I think it gives you something to work with to navigate your life and your relationship with self, first and foremost, relationship with others and any other thing that you actually try to engage in on a deeper level or on a very emotional level with more self-awareness, whether of certain triggers or just how or why you're still falling into the same patterns. Guys, please bear with me. <laughs> from point number two, the numbering just went south. I don't know how I went from two to four and then five and then six or back at five and then but it's seven points and they are very clear so i'm sorry i am sorry but it's not bad it's terrible and we are on number four 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 which is processing perpetual emotions so on a day-to-day -day basis we may go through the motions of life without really going through the emotions of life we may go through the motions without going through the emotions because we are not present. There's demands of life, man, like work, commitments and responsibilities that we almost feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm the only person who feels like that, where I almost feel like I need to be logically present, but not necessarily emotionally present. There are spaces where your emotions are not welcome or your vulnerability is not welcome. Just bring your intellect. You know what I mean? So we sort of shut down from that and there's a disconnect. So I feel like with the ongoing of life, sometimes you may end up so worn out or so overwhelmed without knowing that, knowing where it sources from. Sometimes we say, oh, we are fatigued. Gandhi, you just, <laughs> you have so much pent up. Let me speak for myself. I have so much pent up emotion. And instead of acknowledging them and processing them, which naturally releases them, I find myself holding on to all these things, but I don't know where they stem from. But it's like, girl, you've just been going through the emotions. What about your emotions? And you can't really do that when you're constantly engaged. Which is exactly what you're trying to disconnect from sometimes, from the constant engagement. And you're just like, yeah, what about me? I always say that um, I'm not really an, ex an expert in, in the topic of emotions because I struggle a lot with vulnerability. But that awareness alone is a huge pat on the back for me. And it's forced me to like, even now as I speak now on this platform... It was, it's, it's just a constant vulnerability test for me to say, yeah, speak on your story, speak. <laughs> so, but for you, you need that space. You need space to process and disengage for a while because there are things where we have to engage and we don't have a choice and it's just life. So for a while, you really need that disconnect to say, 
what is going on with me what is going on on the inside of me what am i what am i where am i at you know what i mean so we are on number five which is hearing and knowing god's voice and will for you I strongly believe you'll never truly hear God for as long as you listen to culture. And that's just my belief. There are certain things that you need to strip yourself off so you can hear subtle messages and directions. And what I mean by that is community is good, but if you are consumed by it, you can be oblivious to your own voice, your calling, the voice of your creator, which is a lamp for your core purpose. So, um, it, it, it really is just about centering yourself and grounding yourself and saying, here I am. I always speak, God. Here's, here I am. You speak. But you can't be listening to God and be listening to voices at the same time. So you need to avail yourself and be present and say, here I am in solitude without distraction. Speak. You know, um, when I said you, for as long as you listen to culture, you'll never truly hear God's voice. When I made that point, I thought of the scripture that talks about, where God talks about how the things that people, is it really God who talks about that? But it talks about how the things that people of the world find clever or wise, he finds very foolish. So I didn't want to paraphrase it, so I made it a point to find it, which is, 1 Corinthians 1 verse 20 to 27. But I'm just going to read, I think I'm going to read um, verse 20, 25 and 27. So 20 is what happened to those wise people? What happened to those experts in the scriptures? What happened to the ones who think they have all the answers? Didn't God show that the wisdom of this world is foolish? Verse 25. Even when God is foolish, he is wiser than everyone else. And even when God is weak, he is stronger than everyone else. Verse 27. But God chose the foolish things of this world to put the wise to shame. He chose the weak things of this world to put the powerful to shame. Okay, the point, uh, I just wanted to share that. But the point I was trying to make with the pro is sometimes... You just need to silence the people around you. And that includes your family and friends. It's mostly your family and friends sometimes. And it's not personal. It's just so you can get a revelation of the full truth of who you are. Not the truth of who you are based on their perspective and their experience of you. Just the truth of who you are, who you were created to be. Without justifications, without additions or subtractions to it. Just the truth of you and you just need to sit still for that you don't need anyone else to hear of who you are you need you and your creator and that's all detoxing from external voices and external influence and i think it ties up with the previous point because sometimes you just need to trust yourself and trust your instincts and you don't need 
someone else's opinions and projections and you know in a sense that as much as we are humans and it is in our nature to thrive on validation and community but sometimes you really 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 don't need it sometimes it is not advisable to even seek it there are certain journeys there are certain tasks and there are decisions in your life that need you and just you there are decisions where you have to stand firm and be like what is it that i want out of this situation what is the outcome i want and if it's not the outcome i desire can i back it up am i brave enough to say yeah but oksalayo it's what i wanted you know it's not something where you're going to go back and be like yeah but mina um ulisa said she advised she said it would be a good idea some things just need you even decisions there are hard decisions where you don't need you <laughs> you don't need input like you don't need input from other people you just need to really be firm and be like this one is between me and god you know what i mean so there are certain things that you have no business uttering out of your mouth to anyone else unless it is in prayer and if you are constantly surrounded then you are constantly influenced whether you care to admit it or not subconsciously or consciously it is just the plain truth time alone can give you the ability to discern which thoughts were yours which were never were yours in the first place which desires were yours which fears were projected onto you some things you never even feared initially just giving yourself that time to be, step back and detox and be like i'm carrying a lot of people's things you know sometimes you get to undress all of those things and be like yeah i've been carrying other people's projections and dreams all this time and it was heavy so just you know, give yourself a peace of mind every once in a while i don't i'm not giving out advice sorry but yeah that is a pro yeah that is a pro and we are on pro number 6 it's really 6 guys i double checked <laughs> it is number 6 which is reinforcing boundaries with self and others so based on our past some of us may have had experiences of people pleasing and overextending ourselves and mostly to our own detriment and it's very 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 toxic to the spirit that thing yo it's so toxic but sometimes you don't see that you're doing it until you become aware of it so taking time off just to be by yourself and being selfish every once in a while is really a healing exercise on its own every time personally i say no firmly because i'm not comfortable with doing something it just brings me so much pride and joy to my spirit and it just brings this deep healing to my inner child because sometimes people can overwhelm you with their expectations of you and even the most basic expectations can be overwhelming based on how you're feeling and sometimes it's not necessarily people's intention to do that it's not they are not even aware that they are doing it but it's just your reaction you know and i recently i recently learned somewhere that sometimes as a healing mechanism there's a coping mechanism is there a healing mechanism but anyway as a part of healing from people pleasing you have to be aware of the fact that it's okay to disappoint people sometimes cuz sometimes they expect that of you and it's right of them to expect it of you 
but you <laughs> I don't want to say you don't always have to show up but disappointment is a part of life and just because you disappointed a person at some point it doesn't make you a bad person especially if you had to choose yourself over that in a situation you know what I mean and when you take a break and you take a step back you realize that some of the situations were not even serving you to begin with you know and I believe that healthy solitude gives you a chance to find your self-worth and then you increase it And the more you do that, you realize that you have tolerated some poor boundaries from other people in the past, maybe, because you hadn't ascertained them with yourself. You hadn't ascertained the boundaries with yourself to begin with. Yeah, actually, solitude gives you a chance to ascertain boundaries with self so that others can observe and learn how to treat you based on how you treat yourself. Last but not least, we are on lucky number seven, which is creativity and efficient problem solving. You can be inspired by people and you can be inspired by being around people. But I believe to be productive, innovative and truly creative, you need your space and you need a certain element of peace, whatever peace means to you. And sometimes you create because you are trying to attain peace but you still need space, whether in your mind, mentally, or in physical space, in terms of your room, or whatever the case may be. But I do believe that you need to be in a certain element of peace and to settle into yourself to truly be creative. And for your imagination to run wild, your mind needs freedom to do that. It doesn't want to be confined to constant conversations and energy. It just needs freedom and being and the freedom of being so problem solving as well i feel like also like when parents used to be like ew it's so noisy i can't think straight there's a i have a lot of things going on in my mind you really it's it's just i i, I almost want to say basic logic that you just need inner peace to solve problems you need a peaceful environment to actually be able to think straight because you can't really solve a problem when you're not thinking clearly i find that when like when i have like a tough decision to make i want to run first because i feel like okay after that i can trust my judgment because it's a bit clearer you know what i mean so you really need that clear space and just to come back to yourself and your senses in order to be able to be efficient in problem solving just in general things of your life day to day your work yeah that's my story and i'm sticking to it <laughs> guys i would just like to make a public service announcement this was not a people bashing episode okay but rather <laughs> but rather it was one to remind you that you're just as important in your life as the people you're surrounded by It is so easy to get caught up in rules and expectations that result in us neglecting ourselves and primarily out of guilt of being bad people or being labeled as bad people. So we overextend and we, you know, I was just reminding you that, hey, you matter as much as that person you are putting above you, you matter above them in your life. You know what I mean? Be the starring in your life. They have their lives to be the starring 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Before you check up on someone today, I'm not saying don't check up on your loved ones. Please do. Please do. I need people to check up on me as well. You know what I mean? But before you check up on someone today, put your phone away and turn that question inward, you know, and just be like, hey, how are you really doing today, Lise? And be honest with you. You're always with you anyway. And deep down now you know. So why lie? Deep down we know the answers. Sometimes we avoid the questions because we are scared of the answers. Why are we scared of the answers? Because we know them, you know? So just say, hi self. How are you really doing today? It can be a very interesting, emotional, but extremely rewarding conversation and ripple effects there onwards. You know what I mean? So thank you for listening up until this point. I hope this was a pleasant episode for you. I really enjoyed sharing what I shared today because it's something I'm very passionate about. And I will see you on the next episode next week. I pinky promise. I said next week so I can hold myself accountable. So peace. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your day, your night. Bye.